Showgirl Sunday Dinner, the weekly sparkly burlesque podcast about three black showgirls living, loving, and training in San Diego from an unapologetically black femme perspective. I am Butter Love, California's chocolate butter babe. I am Sepia Jewel, the seductress of slang. And I am Twilicia Divine, the black gold goddess. Thank you all so much for accepting our invitation to dine and dish with us. Now, grab a plate and have a seat at the table because you're about to get served. The price we pay for being ourselves is worth it. Eartha Kitt. Hey everyone, welcome back. Hey. hey! Welcome back! Showgirl Sunday dinner in full effect, y'all! Yes! <laughs> so, as always, we're going to start off with our sparkle and shine. My sparkle and shine today is the lovely Die Lovely. And <laughs> yeah! Hey, girl, hey! <laughs> Shout out to her because we had an awesome time with her on Friday night. We went to see a dope-ass Josephine Baker one-woman show. Afterwards, we danced the night away and <laughs> got our lives and was well out. <laughs> I like to call that lovely social light because she knows where to go. Yeah, like yeah. We didn't even know this Josephine Baker thing was going on. And it was at the French Festival and... We were, of course, a few brown faces there, and we had a dope-ass time. So, um, shout-out to Die Lovely for blessing us with that awesome gift of um, going to a theater show. <laughs> and, yeah, we love you. <laughs> this is Sepia. My sparkle and shine um, for the day is the phenomenal star of the... Josephine Baker show, Tynesha Harris, aka Tush. Yes. Her Tush. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But it was a one woman show, 80 minutes. She danced, sang, acted, played with the audience. Let me tell you some of her credentials. Tynesha Harris, co creator, performer, costume designer. Okay, I'm going to say that one more time. Yes. Co-creator, performer, and costume designers. The costumes were on point. Absolutely. Has been performing professionally for over 20 years. Her early credits include assistant choreographer and backup dancer for the 90s pop group NSYNC. Hmm. Backup dancers for LFO, multiple roles at Universal Studios Orlando, and a featured role in the hit movie series Bring It On. More recent endeavors include the national tour of Rock of Ages, a European tour with the innovative and world-renowned Palabolus Dance Theater Company, and founding member and assistant director choreographer of the successful Orlando-based troupe Verities. This woman channeled Josephine Baker. Mm -hmm. Gorgeous woman, gorgeous performer. We talked with her after, just as sweet as she can be. If you, it comes to your city, go see this show. Yeah. She's coming to New York soon, you guys. So all the New York burlesque babes that are out there, please go see the show. I also really super appreciated that she stripped to pasties. Yes. It was absolutely authentic. All yeah. up mm. in the Spreckles Theater, just letting all that authentic Josephine Baker out mm. on the stage and in the audience. She came out into the audience mm. and played with the audience members, talked oh, yeah. to them. Yeah. Just... 80 minutes, y'all, by mm -hmm. herself, yes. singing, dancing, Didn't and acting. Didn't break a sweat. Oh, no, <laughs> not sweat. Singing, dancing, and acting her gorgeous ass off. She mm -hmm. was amazing. Yes. So snaps yes. up. Yes. Thank yes. you. Mm -hmm. My Sparkle and Shine this week goes out to Ginger and Whiskey because every time I take her class, I find something new about myself. Hmm. I also love to watch the other women in the room find something within themselves as a result of Ginger's 
beautiful energy and her positivity and the way she empowers everyone to do the movement. There might be all different levels of dancer and different experiences and all kinds of stuff in the room, but in her class, everyone comes together and everyone dances so beautifully. You see people have these moments where you see them feel it, right? Yeah. You know when some, when you are watching mm-hmm. a performer and you know they're feeling it? Mm-hmm. Every woman in Ginger's class has that moment where they feel it. And that's sponsored by her energy. Mm. So I just love her for giving that to all of us every week and empowering us all to, to feel it. You know, she really, she creates that space. I'm so thankful to her as an instructor that she she gives that to us every week so we love you ginger thank you so much for that yeah thank you ginger next we're going to move into our burly biz section of the podcast and today we have decided to highlight nona narcissus business looking glass gems So Looking Glass Gems specializes in beautiful, affordable crystal rhinestones for creative designs. They're all faceted crystal and made by a skilled boutique manufacturer. That manufacturer makes their rhinestones exclusively for Looking Glass Gems. The rhinestones sparkle just as much as other flat black rhinestones for sale on the market today like Swarovski or Preciosa but they cost a fraction of the price of those brand names. Hmm. They're perfect for any of your burlesque needs, perfect for stage, they're perfect for dance costumes, props, shoes, purses, hats, and anything else you can imagine. Nona Narcisse is the sparkle maven of Looking Glass Gems, and their website is www.lookingglassgems.com. Please go to her website and support her. Sepia has ordered rhinestones from her. I'm about to place an order myself. I saw the rhinestones that Sepia ordered and they were absolutely breathtaking. So please support Miss Nona Narcisse and her Looking Glass Gems rhinestones because they are, they're simply gorgeous. She's doing an amazing job over there. So thank you, Nona. We love you. So now we're gonna go to our Sepia Sews section. When I'm making a costume, a lot of times I won't have a pattern or anything. I'm making it, I'm using this robe, I'm using this sleeve. Since I'm putting it all together, I may not know how it's gonna fit or how the fabric's gonna work. So what I usually do is make a sample with some cheaper fabric that may be the same weight um, as the fabric that I'm gonna use for my, my final costume. and. I'll sew it and piece it together. Sometimes I'll I'll hand sew it together because I like hand sewing. Most people don't. I don't but know. I'll, mm. hand, I'll hand sew a whole outfit, but God I don't bless know. you. Mm. Um, so I'll do that, and then I can kind of adjust if oh well, I need you know I need to make the seam you know this width, or I need to make this a little longer, um, and it's easier. I like the hand sewing instead of pins. It's easier because I'll get I'll stick myself with pins and stuff. Because <laughs> I'll try it on myself instead of my dress form. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, whatever you're doing, doing is special and fantastic because mm-hmm. all of your costumes are on point. Right, it so. works. <laughs> and then sometimes when I'm doing it, it may not work out like I want. And sometimes my mistakes are the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... You may have the added expense of if you don't already have some inexpensive material like the ones that you that you're going to make your final costume with. But you'll save money because you won't if you have this material that's twelve, fifteen dollars, then you'll save if you have like this three dollar fabric and you mess up and you need to get some more than on that fifteen dollars. So try to make a little sample before. And especially for folks that are inexperienced sewers like me, I'm just beginning to try Mm -hmm. and start sewing things. So that's perfect advice for someone like Mm -hmm. me because I'm not about to start carving into any expensive fabric with Mm -hmm. my scissors Mm -hmm. making a mess. So thank you. Yeah, because it'll give you, it'll, you'll learn how to hold the scissors and how to hold the fabric or if you need to, I have like all kind of weights. It'll be like, 
a cup here, mm -hmm. holding my fabric down, a shoe here, or whatever. Whatever it is <laughs> that you need, you know, so that you can do make the job easier for you at right. whatever level you're at. Right. So, Work smarter, not harder. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. And I would like to add to that, if you're in a San Diego area, I, believe it or not, get most of my fabric, if not all my fabric, from the National City Swap Meet. It's by Sweetwater High School. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, uh, off the 54 with that drive-in movie theater, if yeah. you're familiar in San Diego. Listen, the most I've ever paid for fabric there is sequin fabric, mm -hmm. and it was only $5 a yard. Wow. Now, if you're a sewer, you know how much sequin fabric yeah. costs. It easily runs 12 dollars on up the cheapest fabric you get from there that is likely the same weight as your final fabric or your fancier fabric is a dollar a yard yeah. so i would encourage everyone if you're in san diego check out the national city swap meet um off the 54 freeway and check out the vendors there because they have fabric of all types and it's great on your budget. So if you need some a lot of sample fabric just to fuck around with, that's the place to go get it. Because okay. Joann's, mm -hmm. yeah, they have coupons and they're mm -hmm. cute, but they still be expensive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you could get thread, but you, <clears throat> you could get everything there. So you could hit me up. We could talk more about it. But uh, definitely check that place out if you want to really start making your own costumes and don't want to break your bank. Yep. <laughs> yep, and we're always willing to go on a field trip to the yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. That'll be nice. <laughs> Definitely. I need to hit up National City, so anybody who wants to yeah, go, please too. hit us up, and we will plan a field trip, oh, and we can yeah. all go together. It'll be so much fun. We love field yeah. trips. Um, we're also going to be planning a field trip up to the Garment District in L.A. Yes. coming up soon. So if anybody's interested in, you know, taking a caravan trip up there and hanging out, and taking, we're going to take some classes. We're going to plan a whole fun L.A. Garment District mm -hmm. burlesque adventure. So if anybody's interested in joining us, please send us an email, showgirlsundaydinner at gmail.com. We'd like to issue a content warning for the next segment. We'll be discussing sexual assault, rape, substance abuse, alcoholism, addiction, and depression. Thank you. Now we're going to roll into our glitter box. And today we have decided to read an email from the lovely Pearl DeMorta. And the email reads, Hi, I just finished episode three. I'm sitting here at Fiesta Island because my day was bullshit. And I'm waiting for dance class at six. There's two self-cares, water and dance. <laughs> First, thank you for the shout out in episode one. I love going to shows. I feel like I have so much to write, so forgive me if I ramble. Telling your stories about depression, PTSD, etc. was so brave. I am sure you helped people listening in ways you'll never know. We hope so. Your stories about how you got into burlesque were also fun to hear. How funny so many different backgrounds got us all to the same place. I haven't talked about my burlesque beginning with too many people. And I'm just starting to feel comfortable with it. I was raped in January of this year and burlesque has totally changed my life for the better. The fact that you women could all be so raw, sharing your experience is powerful. Telling your journey with depression, anxiety, health issues, etc. was also what I needed to hear today. I was diagnosed with depression in seventh grade. I've taken different medications for it and gone to therapy of all kinds. I've been ashamed and shamed for it. And I finally got to my fuck you moment a few years ago. Yeah. This is me. I've dealt with chronic pain issues, which spiraled into pill addiction on top of alcoholism that I was ignoring. I've been sober for four and a half years now. I was a shit show. Being sober and burlesque can be interesting. Do you think you'd ever do a show on that? Do you know any other sober performers? Anyway, I babbled and rambled and almost cried. <laughs> now I have to change for dance, LOL. I love what you're doing with your show and with your dancing. Thank you, Pearl DeMorta. Oh, God, Pearl. We love you so yes, fucking yes. much. Yes, we just want to hug you. And thank you for mm -hmm. sharing that, being transparent, because you didn't mm -hmm. have to. No, mm -hmm. not at all. Pearl DeMorta is 
perfection. Mm -hmm. She is always on point. She always has everything (laughs) together. Everything's always in order. She's always putting together wonderful, cute little things for us to enhance costumes and she's just a ray of light in class i love her presence she's amazing to hear that that happened to her like breaks my heart it's just it's it's a lot and uh you don't know where to start (laughs) yeah it's just i get it because being a, a survivor of rape myself burlesque has definitely helped me reclaim my body Mm. when someone sexually assaults you you feel like you have no control over your body it takes away your agency Mm -hmm. and burlesque has definitely helped me deal with issues like that i did a whole bunch of other things trying to control myself Mm. or trying to have control over my body you know eating disorders and all kinds of things like that self-harm i just i wanted to be able to to take my body back. Yeah. And I, I spiral into a bunch of unhealthy ways of doing that. And burlesque has kind of given me a healthy way of being in charge of my body, being in charge of my sensuality and owning that and loving that. Mm-hmm. So I feel you on, you know, the way that burlesque can change your life, especially when you are recovering from a sexual assault. So I, I totally get it, and I love you, and I respect you so much yeah. for sharing this and giving us the opportunity to be, to be able to share your story with others. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, thank you, Pearl. And, and I mean, and you're right, because it's your way of getting control back, mm-hmm. and burlesque allows you to just express whatever... You want to express however mm-hmm. you want to express it. Mm-hmm. So she can express that frustration. She can express that fear. Mm-hmm. She can express that shame. Because sometimes, you know, we feel shame even though we're not the ones that are our shame. Right. But we, we take all that on ourselves. Intellectually, we know it's not true. Right. But... Burlesque helps you release all that because you're free to just express yourself. Yes. Just to be. Yes. Just to be. Yeah. Yeah. She asked if we knew any sober performers. Yeah, that's a great thing to ask because for sure I never thought about those who are probably sober and are at shows and it could be triggering or it could be a lot. I think discussing that further would be great do you know any sober performers i don't know any sober performers. i don't but i'm sure they're I'm, out there yeah, yeah, i'm sure they are i mean but that's just hasn't been a question right yeah it's interesting mm-hmm. i would love to hear more from some folks about it mm-hmm. i want to talk about it i just i don't know how to constructively speak about it so i would love to hear more from people that are sober performers and pearl if you would like to share more about your experience as a, a sober performer and how it's impacted your burlesque adventure. We'd love to hear more from you about that as well. So if you are a sober performer, please write into us and talk to us about your experience so that we can discuss it in further podcasts. I do think it might be an area that's overlooked because hmm. people don't think about it. Hmm. And, you that's know, true. we want to make sure that we're being inclusive. That and everyone that we're feel, everyone feels safe. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And if you are in a place where you're sober, how do we make those performers mm-hmm. feel safe Absolutely. in the space? Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, it's definitely something that we need to think about and take into consideration yes. as we move forward. Thank you so much for sharing. And again, for your transparency and, um, for listening to us. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Our Adesias facts for this episode is Josephine Baker. Yes. Yes. And Josephine Baker was known as the Black Venus or the Black Pearl. She was a dancer and a singer who became widely popular in France during the 1920s. And she devoted most of her life to fighting racism. She was born Frida Josephine McDonald in St. Louis, Missouri. Josephine spent her youth in poverty before leaving to dance and finding success on Broadway. In the 20s, she moved to France and soon became one of Europe's most popular and highest paid performers. 
She worked with the French resistance during World War II and during the 50s and 60s, devoted half of herself to fighting segregation and racism. She also starred alongside many white romantic leading men in the films in the 30s, had multiple interracial marriages, homosexual relationships, and performed in men's clothing before the term drag existed. She is the only American woman to be buried with honors. Hmm. Oh, wow. In France, the only African-American woman. Wow. Um, France loved her. Amazing. Wow. And, and we love her. Yes, we do. She is everything. For me, she was always an inspiration for me, even as a small child. I might have been like five or six the first time mm-hmm. I ever saw a picture of her. And I was like, who is that? Mm-hmm. That's what I want to I wanna do. Mm-hmm. And I, I, her, you know, wearing very little clothing was not something that I even paid attention to. It was just her presence. Right. I wanted to be able to do that. She's <sighs> Phenomenal. Right. We love you, Josephine. Thank you. Thank you yeah, for all that you. you've done and for mm-hmm. paving one of the ways yes. for us. Amen. Yes. yes. Today's PhD in Slayology is Miss Brick House from mm. Seattle. Yes. Washington. Yes. Woo! She's a brick. <laughs> There's no lies. Yes. yes. She's she mighty, mighty. Just letting it all hang out. So Miss Brickhouse is an actress, model, singer, burlesque performer, producer, MC, and all-around badass bitch. With a smile that lights up her room and an ass that just won't quit. Miss Brickhouse offers something for everyone with her sly, seductive strip teases. Mm-hmm. Her royal thickness is the producer of the Sunday Night Sugar Shack and all people of color bless review shout out to all of these bomb ass producers who are making it happen for other people of color yeah, like yes. we're creating these spaces we ain't mm-hmm. waiting for folks to do it for us we doing it ourselves yes. so shout out to that um the sugar shack is in seattle washington and if you would like to check her out Hit her up on Instagram, which is Miss Brickhouse, and on Facebook, Brickhouse. And I spelled B-R-I-Q, house, H-O-S-E. And see what the, the love and hype is about. Get into her. And she is our today's PhD in Slayology. Woo! Sensuality just comes out oh, yeah. her pores. Yes. When I saw her at Booby Trap, I was verklempt for days afterwards. <laughs> the way she worked the entire mm-hmm. fuck out of that crap. Yes. Listen, they weren't fucking ready. They okay. were. They, and they were like, not. They, needed, they probably wanted to go to the ATM so they can get some more. Oh, they just didn't they have were That's throwing the all the face. money. It was raining. <laughs> it, was she, a, it was a hurricane. Yes. All of that. She deserved every goddamn cent. To this day, I remember the song she performed to. Not all the time I remember songs that people mm-hmm. dance to, mm-hmm. but seeing her dance to Usher's Good Girl. Oh, I think that's what it's called. I have to play it, but Mm -hmm. every time I think of that song, I think of her, because she Mm -hmm. smashed the shit out of it. It's like a song I would have thought that someone would dance to, but she she killed it. So, definitely check her out. I love her body. (laughs) And you know what? What's up? The other thing that I learned from her, her costume was just this fitted lace That's dress right. yeah. your costumes don't have to oh, be right. all elaborate right. and you know it was just that and it's what said, you it bring. was so sensual it was, it was her attitude it was yes. her morals her essence her also, black girl magic that body that doesn't body. need right. oh, right. that body doesn't need anything it really don't that body is is a rhinestone hello like yes. yes. god <laughs> totally that body is about a gemstone like that exactly Oof. it is the gem she's okay. definitely it's a goddess and shines all by itself mm-hmm. no need for accoutrements <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny 
fans. True. Like, just going through her Instagram is just the best thing ever. Like, she's mm-hmm. so unapologetic about who she is and what she's about. And she's definitely inspirational. And I'm glad to know a bomb-ass person like her. Absolutely. Yes. So definitely check her out and show her some love. <laughs> now we're going to move into Oh You Thought. The segment where we read folks for filth because they're disrespectful and people need to like stay in your lane. Don't merge over here because you're not ready. Okay. Our main topic of today is about burly bodies. So I wanted to take a moment to let folks know that minding your business is free and so is shutting the fuck up. Leave people's bodies alone. Mm-hmm. Keep people's bodies out of your mouth, okay? Unless you want to put it in, I mean. Right. <laughs> Unless you're invited. If you're invited, then by all means, put it in my mouth. Put it in your mouth. Uh, your mouth. Is this the episode where we sing hardly? I guess um, so. <laughs> so, anyway, and I'm directing this message more so to the segment of the masculine community that are trash hmm. and that like to police women's bodies and then on the fl- and, and tell you that you shouldn't wear that and you know you're out here b- being a burlesque dancer and you're a whore and you're not worth shit and then on the flip side they will send you uh, an unsolicited ashy dick pic <laughs> so the fuck why are you Policing my nudity and sending ashy dick pics to me that I didn't ask you for. Right. You could have at least put some coconut oil on that shit before you slammed it into my inbox without my permission, okay? Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Leave us alone and leave our bodies alone. We're out here being fierce and being fabulous, and you don't have to like it. You know why? Because we fucking love it. So sit the fuck down and leave us alone. We're out here doing it for ourselves. And loving ourselves for it. Nobody needs your permission. And nobody needs your stamp of approval. So fuck all the way off. And take your dick pics and put them where? Back there. No one wants to see them. Get your lighting together. And stop being ashy. Okay? Stop it. Put some, as Kina would say, moisturize your fucking situation. Okay? Yes, moisturize. Moisturize your situation. Don't come at me because I'm going to read you for filth. You should charge him. You're right. I should even, send an invoice. Yeah. 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 Like Venmo, Cash App, right. PayPal, all yeah. that. Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. My fingers are the fall off snap. I love this segment. Well, no, I have a problem with. I had a male friend of mine saw some of my burlesque pictures and video and said, "Oh, well, you know, I really like that. That's oh, you're doing it. You know, you're doing a really good job." So he was giving me all these compliments, but then he said, "You were my woman. You wouldn't be able to do that." Mm. My woman, nothing. Exactly. You don't own people. But it's like, okay, well then that's why I'm not your woman, right? Because you (laughs) you like women to do this, but you only want them to do it for you, or if you control Mm -hmm. them showing their body or however they show their body or not this way or not. Right. So. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, that's, that's not, not how we're rolling. No, nobody needs rolling. your pers- permission. No. We're not doing this for your consumption. Enjoy the fucking hot sensual women and shut the fuck up, mm-hmm. okay? You don't, you don't get to tell us how and where and when or nothing or with whom. We do what we want when we get ready. You can stay mad and die about it. Mm. Exactly. Do us all a favor. Stay mad and go away mm-hmm. because you're still gonna be coming and looking. <laughs> so and sending ashy hey. dick pics. <laughs> but just send money with the ashy dick pics. Right. Okay. Compensate me for my labor of having to look at that tragic yes. shit. For me deleting. Right. Because that took a moment and an emotion of my thumb. Right. <laughs> okay, so now that we had to read the children, we're gonna move into our dining dish segment. And we are discussing burly bodies today. We want to get into a discussion about the body beautiful and burlesque. 
and what that means to all of us. This is sepia since you're looking at me. <laughs> it wasn't on purpose. I guess, I guess that means that I'll start. So I was I was 17 when I had my daughter and at the Naval Hospital and I had a cesarean. Okay. And my scar is vertical. Mm-hmm. So I've had this vertical scar since I was 17. I hate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Years later, I had another child and cesarean, but then they did it horizontal Mm -hmm. because things improved and I wasn't at the Navy Hospital. So now I have this other scar Mm. and a couple of other abdominal surgeries. Most of the time, you would never see me in a short top, even though... I think some clothes on me would would be better. You know, it would be cute with a short top, but I'm not. I'm not doing that with that scar and stretch marks. You're not going to see me like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. When I got into burlesque, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> okay, well, you know, you can see my stomach right. and this and then the other. So I would like try to cover up the scar with Dermablend and mm. makeup. And even though I'm looking at these other women who are just so comfortable with everything about their body, but it took me time to get comfortable with me just being myself. Yeah. yeah. I had a friend that told me, he just told me, um, has anyone ever stopped thinking that you were beautiful because of that? Well, stop. So, but burlesque has helped me to get over that some. Mm-hmm. So I'm still not completely over it. And yeah, if I had the money, I would have a tummy tuck mm. and you guys I would just be out of control. Well, you, we can't tell you shit, huh? Okay. I would be out of control. Um, another story before burlesque, I used to go every summer to this um, three-day jazz festival in, in Palm Springs. And you would just be there at the pool, all black. It was people informing people, all black event. I would tell my, my friends, um, see, if I had a tummy tuck, I'd be walking around with the pasties in a sarong <laughs> in the grocery yeah. store with my pasties. I was the baby in the right, grocery store, right, specifically. So I was meant to be in yeah. Berlin. I just didn't know it. Right, yeah. And without the, the tummy tuck. Let me just tell you, honestly, I have never, ever noticed any scarring on your body. I'm watching you as the performer and I never even, it's so funny how we have all of these things Mm -hmm. that we're so self-conscious about and And no one one ever, like no one else sees that shit. Mm -hmm. And you know, for a lot of people, cesarean section scars can be very like, they feel like they need to hide it. And you get a little poopa. I (laughs) never even fucking noticed Mm -hmm. it. And all of the times I have seen you in various states of undress, exactly, I have never noticed that that was there ever. Mm. So that's a testament to you as a performer. And it's also just to let you know that nobody gives a fuck about that scar. Yeah. And I'm 80% better. I still have some to go, but I guess that's just, that's just life. And right. Because many of us got scars yeah, out here. Yeah, some visible, yeah. some not so yeah. visible. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I have a, a scar on my ass, which <laughs> is the thing that everyone looks at all the time. Yes. So I have a big burn scar on my mm-hmm. butt that oh, I've had. Really? Yeah. That I've had since I was a small child. And I've tried to get rid of it. So when I do performances, sometimes I'm like, fuck this stupid scar. And then yeah. I, had, mm-hmm. I had a myomectomy, so I have some small scars on my mm-hmm. on my belly or whatever, but, and stretch marks and all kinds, and bruise, got a, like the random ass bruises <laughs> that are all over my body at all times. I'm like, no one sees it, you know? And if they do, fuck them. Right. We're all human. Our bodies have had a journey. Yeah. yeah. And that journey is represented by the marks, the scars, mm. the bruises, the, you know, whatever, the stretch marks. All, that journey is written all over us. That's mm. our history, and that's mm. nothing to be ashamed of. It's nothing to hide. Mm. Yeah, because yeah. if I think about it, I've given life to two amazing human beings. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Yes, and that's what that scar That's my medal. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Um, for me, uh, when it comes to burlesque in my body um 
I believe I shared in the past episodes of comparing, mm-hmm. you know, when you're feeling like a hot ass mess, you're on YouTube looking at other mm-hmm. people dancing their ass off and you're comparing yourself. We all have our own journeys in this thing. Um, for me, I'm, you know, visibly plus size and my body, when it comes to performing, I was more concerned about how I look moving than I was of just being there like you know you have your scar like mm-hmm. it mine's more about movement how mm-hmm. about move I, like when you're in a larger body <laughs> and you're dancing you're dancing your ass off right and then you look back on it you're like, i ain't doing nothing like it, it doesn't translate um, no. like, i look at other large performers like like hip-hop dancers mm-hmm. or whatever and i'm like damn like they really go hard and i don't know it's just it's a it's complicated, okay? Mm-hmm. But I will say the number one thing as a burlesque performer that I remind myself is to take up space. Yeah. Yes. That is so important. And you don't realize how hard it is until you tell yourself to do so. It makes you realize as women how we've been told to not take up space. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, we all know, like, on the subway, how men have their legs wide open. Man, and we over here, uh-huh, uh-huh. and we scrunched up. For me, my arms are my thing. Like, that's my, how you feel about your scars, mm-hmm. that's how I feel about my arms. Okay. My arms are not my best feature, but my arms are doing its job, right. which is mm-hmm. carrying things and hugging people. Yes. And that's why I remind myself <laughs> of, if you have to break it down like that to appreciating your body more, is to remind yourself of its functions the yeah. simple functions of what it's supposed to yeah. do right mm-hmm. so with that said you know the dope thing about costuming if you're not feeling the greatest about a certain feature of your body you could cover it or enhance it yeah. so that's why i like to wear my gloves extended um my belly is actually one of my favorite features however i prefer not to while i'm dancing for it to be jiggling around it's just not comfortable right because you know when you're dancing hard just like your breasts when yeah. you dance hard you don't want to be oh, bouncing yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's you hurt. do. That hurts. Yeah. You roll on the floor and you're like, oh, oh yeah. Oh, right. Smash your titties. <laughs> right. All of that. So for me, I like to wear my underwear high-waisted because like a support, but I'll make a thong because yes. like you, my butt is my favorite feature. And oh my God, bugs like my butt. Like, have sweet little bug bites. Yes. And you know, many of us, some of us use, you know, a concealer to cover, you know, little mm-hmm. markings. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, mm-hmm. do you, you know? Like I was saying, for me, taking up space was simply just expanding my arms when I dance or expanding my legs. To this day, I have to remind myself to do that because I've realized how I don't do it as much as I should. Yeah. And being a larger body and being told for long, for so long not to do so, it's, it's a lot to adjust. I just feel like me reiterating that I'm a large person and with this being related to burly bodies and burlesque, I don't want to be redundant in saying that because it's mm-hmm. obvious. Like, yes, I'm doing this. I'm a big girl. There's many big girls doing this. But I just want to stress taking up space for people big and small. Right. Mm-hmm. For able-bodied and, well, how do you say it? Differently Differently able-bodied. able-bodied yeah. Yes. Speaking of that, like, I love when I see differently able-bodied people perform. Mm-hmm. They're the most fucking creative, mm-hmm. if you ask exactly. me. Exactly. I saw this one, and he's an actor, I believe. I can't remember his name. I don't watch all the shows, but I think he was in American Horror Story. He has no arms, but, you know, he has legs, clearly. Mm-hmm. And the way he removed his pants with no arms... Yeah, yeah. I had to find a veil, get his name, and you know, put y'all on game of who he is. But I was like, what the? It was just so clever. And we've seen other performers who utilize their wheelchairs and mm-hmm. their uh, canes and crutches, and I love that. That's beautiful, and that's what burlesque should be about. It shouldn't be a one standard mold or image of folks doing. That. And I would love to see that more and um these burlesque spaces i want to see everyone taking up space there's room for everybody Mm, up here when you were speaking about uh differently able performers the first person who came to mind was jacqueline box Mm -hmm. yes she performs in her wheelchair and her costumes and her removals and her dancing and everything that she does is so Mm -hmm. i feel like it's enhanced by the utilization Mm -hmm. of her wheelchair so i don't see her wheelchair as 
something that keeps her from uh, doing hand, what she uh, wants. Yeah, but handicap. Yeah, I don't yeah. see it in that Not way. A handicap. And right. she, her abilities are different than mm-hmm. mine. Right. And she mm-hmm. has mastered her ability. Yeah. And I think it's a beautiful thing to see. Mm-hmm. And what you were saying about, you know, being redundant about speaking about you being a plus size burlesque performer, there's no redundancy in that. No. The redundancy in the is the fact that this body image, this skinny bodied image that keeps being shoved down our throats as being normative is what is bothersome. Now, there are plenty of people out in the world that are naturally just thin. Right. There's no shame in that. There's no issue with that. Right. But then there are people that are not. And the average body size now for women is like a 16, 18, somewhere in there mm-hmm. is what's average size. But the average image that is being projected to you as to what is beautiful does not look like that you know and when you think of burlesque to me and my understanding of the history of burlesque there's a lot of activism in that yes right Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of women reclaiming space for themselves and utilizing their bodies and their sensuality as a tool to do that no matter what their size is or no matter how you know they represent themselves whether it be sensual, comedy, mm. in any way, and in mm-hmm. any body, and at, at any size. Yes. And those things, I feel, should be represented on the stage. It's very bothersome to me when I see a lot of shows where I'm not seeing the beautiful rainbow of yeah. bodies that are in burlesque being represented. Right. And then we're being exposed to, once again, this ridiculous idea of what's considered normative mm-hmm. as far as what the body beautiful is. There's mm-hmm. nothing normative about that image that's being shoved down our throats, mm-hmm. right? There's like 1% of the population, 2% of the population that is born with the genetics to naturally look what is considered quote-unquote modelesque. Mm. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. But then there's also nothing wrong with the way that we look either. Right, right. All of it is beautiful. Yeah. I want burlesque to be what it says it is. I want it to be the safe space for everybody. Right. And I'm not seeing that everywhere, and it's disturbing to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You brought up a good point about is a protest yeah. is activism mm-hmm. I and mean, that's been my experience yeah. my protest is me being a large dark-skinned black woman being on stage being visible representing other large black women right you know what i mean maybe people may not believe that i should be on stage doing what i do like how dare she like right. you're promoting or glamorizing obesity you know that whole bullshit rhetoric i'm protesting my right to be here right. my right to take up space my right to be visible and to feel beautiful while being yes visible. and mm-hmm. um be into my sensuality and share it with folks right. like I'm not gonna lie, even I'm surprised <laughs> that I'm doing this. I'm like, whoa, like, I really am. Like, when people ask, like, isn't it scary getting naked from strangers? I'm like, I don't even think about it that yeah. way until people bring it up. So it's like, that's a big move. That's a big deal. And, you know, it's a message. It's activism. Yeah. It's, I believe that everyone has a right to be there. And I want to say that if no one ever told you, whoever is listening, you have the permission to do burlesque. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just felt down my spirit just yeah. to say for, that. For whatever reason you want to do it, right. if yeah. you just want to do it just to say I did something yeah. different, right. then do it. Right. Or just so that you can um, wear the costumes, beautiful mm-hmm. costumes, yes. or because, exactly. you, because yeah. you like to walk around glamorous yes. or whatever, do it for You what, don't have to be performers like us. <laughs> One of my fellow Cocoa Puffs, <laughs> she got in it on a dare. Yeah. Someone dared her. Whatever brings you to it, just do it. Even <laughs> if you just take one class and you don't you don't think that you're gonna perform like I didn't think I was gonna be performing. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm happy. Right. But take out of it whatever it is. Even if it's like one class, take everything, squeeze it like you're squeezing a lemon, yeah. trying to get some, make some lemonade. Yeah. You know, even amongst us as burlesque performers, I hear people body shaming other people and things of that nature. Don't do that. Leave people (laughs) alone. Don't body shame people for being thin. Don't body shame people for being plus size. Don't do that. Don't body shame people for getting 
implants or getting things sucked out. Mm. Let people live, right? Mm. Don't body shame people for being differently able. Right. How about we all just lift each other up? Mm. What would that feel like? That Wouldn't would that be, be amazing? Like, like, yeah. I mean, like, can I dream? Can I fucking live? Mm-hmm. Can we just uplift one another and love each other in the bu- love each other and love ourselves in the skin that we're in? And how wonderful would that be that every performer that was on a perfect on a stage one night, there was someone in the audience that was like them. Yes, mm-hmm. that would be wonderful. Right. I mean, representation is very important. So important. Mm-hmm. So important. I just give so much snaps up to the folks that are making and claiming space for themselves, regardless of what society tells you about yourself Mm -hmm. or about your body. And I thank you for your bravery and I thank you for Mm -hmm. your sensuality and I thank you for taking that space Mm -hmm. and entertaining all of us and teaching us all a valuable lesson. Mm -hmm. Beauty is everywhere. Yep. And and beauty is always in your mirror. Yes. Hmm. Absolutely. That always in your mirror. Yes. Good word. Yes. Now we're gonna roll into our booked and busy section. Hey, we got shows, Woo! we got shows, we got shows. We got shows. <laughs> If you go to our website, www.showgirlsundaydinner.com, there is a calendar in the booked and busy section that will tell you everywhere that we're going to be in the future. There are also links to the events so that you can get tickets if there are tickets for sale, information on addresses and on all the good stuff that you need to know about the venues. We have a couple things coming up. Sepia is performing on November 30th. At Sycamore Den for Whiskey and Fuego's uh, Burlesque Boogie Nights one year anniversary. It's going to be a fantastic show. Yes. Come out, yes. Bring your dollar, dollar bills. (laughs) It's going to be a 70s sensation. So Mm -hmm. come make it rain on these ladies. <laughs> CP and I will be performing on December 9th at Lola Demure's Holiday Hop Rockabilly Dance Party. It will be at Queen Bee's Art and Cultural Center. The event starts at 7:30 p.m. There is gonna be tons of fun going on at this event. Mm-hmm. There will be swing, swing dance, dance lessons. Yes, there's gonna be a, a section where there'll be swing dance lessons. Uh, there's gonna be, you know, a dance party where everyone gets to dance. There's gonna be special performances by us and some other performers. Valentina on the Rocks will be there. Lola Demure will also be performing. Eric Reedy will be the DJ for the evening. The Stilettos are performing. It's going to be an awesome Bring your dancing shoes, yes. basically. Yes. <laughs> yes. It is a holiday hop. There will be a lot of dancing. If you would like tickets to the event, please PM CPRI. We both have physical tickets to the event that we can sell to you. Uh, and then also the event is listed on our website. But please contact us if you would like tickets uh, so that we can give them directly to you. And then you don't have to pay any processing fees for your tickets online. Please come out and, and support us showgirls and uh, show us some love. We'd love to see you at our events. We love interacting with all our dinner guests. So come out and see some shows. So we're wrapping up the show. And it's coming down to our pasties and cake. Our final thoughts. So my final thought is take up space. And I'm going to steal this from from you, Sepia, because I love that it resonates so well. Beauty is in your mirror. This is going to be a little sidebar. Okay. Confession. So, <laughs> this is such That's a okay. sidebar. This is okay. This like... Okay. Because it had to be done. Beauty in the mirror. I, the other day, I've been wanting to do this for a while. I looked at my pussy in the mirror. This might be a different topic altogether. Nope. It's yeah. not. Nope. Okay. Pussies are beautiful. Yes, they, they are. are. Yes. And we have, well, some of us have complicated relationships with it. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you looked at your pussy in the mirror? Truthfully. And we see it, you know, maybe we're getting a shower, mm-hmm. but 
I know as I've gotten older, our bodies change. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the last time I really looked at it mm-hmm. in a mirror. Not just like, mm-hmm. you know, standing, you're mm-hmm. lifting your tummy, you know, like mm-hmm. I prop my pillows. I made it a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, I want to do it when it's in natural sunlight because in artificial lighting, it is harsh. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to squat over a mirror because I've done that before. Addison. I didn't you just didn't like, like the, the angle. angle. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. huh? Mm-hmm. And so, and some of us take pictures of our pussies for our lovers. I'm like, no, I wanted this for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't take any pictures because when I take regular selfies, I don't feel like it captures my essence. Right. And I know with the camera phone, it was not going to do any justice. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how long I was going to look at it for, but I looked at it longer than I thought mm-hmm. because I was just like really taking it in of the changes, mm-hmm. the gray hair, the mm-hmm. changes of the lips, the color, mm-hmm. because a partner, a one-time partner, <laughs> once told me in shock, like, oh, it's dark. And I was thinking to myself, like, I am a dark-skinned woman. I'm dark right? <laughs> But, you know, some of us have, is darker down there. Yeah, I'm, I'm darker. My vagina yeah, is darker than yeah. the rest of my body. Right, Absolutely. right. And so it caught me off guard. And then we all heard of, or know of, you know, vaginal bleaching and mm-hmm. anal bleaching. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, all that. Which does not make any kind of sense it to me It is horrible. And, because I actually looked into it. I was like, why am I even looking at that this? That stuff, bleaching cream can cause cancer and things mm-hmm. of that nature. Like, I'm all about healthy body modification, mm-hmm. but leave that bleach shit alone. Right. Because that's just white supremacy mm-hmm. and, oh, yeah. and, and I, bullshit. Leave that alone. Let that go. Let your pussy be dark. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Let it be dark. And so, the, the black of the berry, the, the sweet of the juice. When you said beauty is in your mirror, I was, you know, looking at my mirror. I was like, really spending time looking at it? I was like, oh, you're cute. You know, so I'm proud of that journey because we all, you know, we look at our faces Mm -hmm. daily and some of our bodies. And I just, you know, I just, we had to take more time to, you know, look within. I know that's corny and cliche, but it's so true. As I get older, it makes more sense to me now. Yeah. Yep. And, and health-wise, you need to look because oh, yeah. there may be some changes oh, that yeah. you need to, you know, address. Um, oh, yeah. So, you do. Yeah. I look and at my pussy all the time. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I just do. I just always <laughs> needed to look and make sure it was okay. <laughs> Yeah, but how I do you look at it though? Her. Do you look at mirror? Do, like uh, I will, I will sit with the mirror sometimes. Okay. Sometimes I'll just bend over in front of the mirror <laughs> yeah. and just kind of like, yeah, between my, like, hey, right? I was because when we say hello, I just yeah. said there was someone posted something on Facebook, this little cartoon. And oh, and the whole conversation. Yeah, and yeah, she, was just, she was bent over. She's like, oh, <laughs> you're cute. That's right. why you like hitting me from the back. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I need to, for me, and again, this is part of my self-care stuff that mm. I do to stay present in my body and to yeah. reclaim my body. Because my sexual assault happened when I was a child, I had a lot of shame behind my vagina. I also had a lot of fear that someone Mm -hmm. was going to hurt it. Mm. So I would sit cross-legged and then stick my hand in the crux between the crossing of my legs to shield Mm -hmm. my pussy (laughs) because I was afraid that it wasn't safe. So for me, I like to tell her that she's safe. And I like to look at her when I talk to her and let her know that she's safe and yeah. that everything is okay. And I'm going to make sure that she's taken care of. So yeah, me and, and the conversations with Majini happen a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's how I sleep. With your hand over your vagina. Well, to me, it's like a hand warmer. I have big thighs. Yeah. So like for me, it's a hand warmer. But yeah, there too is comfortable. And I well. still do it, but I do it, it for different reasons now. Okay. I used to do it as a result of trauma. Right. Now I do it because I just like to touch myself. It's comfortable, myself. yeah. And it's not like a sexual touch myself. Mm-hmm. I just like to have contacts. Like, yeah. hey, there like, you are. Like, what's the um, Ed Bundy? Is that his name? How he yeah, was like, out of the house? Yeah, like, how was his name? Yes. I am Al Bundy. <laughs> I, I like to be in touch with my and vagina. I, just, just to wrap up my final thought, I'll let the ladies finish. 
I would say that burlesque has definitely helped me get in tune with that yes. because taking classes with ginger whiskey yes. <gasps> and, and doing uh, what's it called when we do the little uh, walk across the floor yeah mm-hmm. and you have to use your you know your pelvis to mm-hmm. lead yeah. you know mm-hmm. so to me that's all pussy power yes, like it is. all that mm-hmm. energy all that power it's leading me mm-hmm. and so um, yeah just wanted to share that yeah <laughs> I'm glad that that's you brought that up that's a good thing to talk about yeah. <laughs> My pasties and cake is be careful who you go out with. <laughs> okay. Um, because you may think that you're going out for a nice, calm night at the theater. <laughs> oh, shit. Then this little <laughs> confidence person will say, well, no, but we're going to go get some drinks. I have some place to go. And you go, and you're there, and because the DJ can't mix and is playing all this random music, but is playing some music that's black as fuck, yes. you get up there and forget that you're tired, that the night before you were up, you know, late, and that you have to go to, and you up early, and then you have to go somewhere the next day, and you end up dancing to every song hard, <laughs> hard, right? Mm. And and then people want you to get the party started. And oh my god! Just because you're with this uh. this 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 weapon of mass seduction, <laughs> you know, and so you are so tired that. When you blink, you fall asleep. <laughs> you miss an event. So be careful if you go out with D as in Diva. <laughs> Lovely. Because <laughs> she will wear you the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, okay? <laughs> Try that cute. Yeah. 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 Did you see our clip? Yes. Dancing yes. Yeah. First of all, I was <laughs> face down ass up. Oh my yes. god. Okay. Dancing in the club. Okay. Yes. I don't yes. fucking do that anymore. No, no. But you know. <laughs> he said not anymore. Okay. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> you was doing it that night uh, very uh, well. Okay. <laughs> had my little wine sitting down on the chase. You know. <laughs> we're chair dancing. We're chair dancing. We're Watch out. <laughs> She's a weapon for a reason. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. D as in diva. No, I love D as in dangerous. <laughs> I lovely. Yeah, I love <laughs> we love you. Yes, that was such a good night. I love it. I'm still recovering. Yeah, right. <laughs> still recovering. <laughs> All right. This is Twirl. And I'm going to keep my sparkle and shine real short and real cute. I just want you all to know that your body is the body beautiful. Mm. And that is my pasties and cake for this week. So we love you all. We love You're you. all amazing. You're all beautiful. Yeah. And I just want to make sure that I sneak in there that next week's episode is entitled Hateration in the Dancer Ring. Okay. <laughs> Because we're going to talk about when people try to bring negative vibes into your sparkly life mm. and how you dissipate that, how you just go ahead and push that out. Mary J told us a long time ago that there will be no hateration up in this dancery. Right. Okay. So we're going to follow the, the sage advice of our Queen Mary J. And we're going to discuss with y'all about the hateration because it's got to go. Mm-hmm. We got we to gotta exercise that demon, y'all. It's got to go. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in once again for Showgirl Sunday Dinner. We love you all so much. And if you don't want to send an email, make a comment on our Instagram or our Facebook yes. to let us know, you know, yeah. if you send, have any questions or anything. Send feedback. We yep. love feedback. We want to hear from our dinner guests as much as possible. Yes. Go to our Patreon page. Yes. <laughs> Please. We need help. We have merch. We have merch. 
We have Patreon. We have all types of ways that you guys can, can show us some love. So we really appreciate it. We love you all. Thank you again for listening. We will see you next week. Bye. Good night. Good night. Bye. 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 Thank you all for joining us this evening. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Showgirl Sunday Dinner and on Twitter at SG Sunday Dinner. Use the hashtags hashtag Showgirl Sunday Dinner or hashtag SGSD so we can follow all the social media conversations happening in between meals. Visit our website www.showgirlsundaydinner.com for more information on the showgirls, our upcoming performances, and booking inquiries. You can also always email us at showgirlsundaydinner at gmail.com with questions, tips, advice requests, recipes, suggestions, advertising, or booking inquiries, etc. Last but not least, we cannot live on glitter and rhinestones alone. We need your help to keep serving all of this hot, girly goodness every week. You can visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash showgirlsundaydinner if you want to donate monthly, plus get access to some of our spicier content. We also accept PayPal donations at www.paypal.me slash showgirlsundaydinner. Showgirl Sunday Dinner will drop every Sunday evening at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and will be available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Please share us with all of your friends on social media. We hope that you are full and satisfied. Stay sparkly, and we look forward to glittering dinner with you all next week.